Time to tune in, not just speaking real facts. Right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Good afternoon, good afternoon everyone and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you. I am your host Naja Roberts and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Tuesday, May 23rd, and I am super excited about life. There's just so many opportunities that are coming up. And so many things that are in front of us, ladies and gentlemen, and I am just incredibly excited about our future in our community. Now, I have to tell you, as an ex-financial advisor on purpose, I really had to talk to the Most High several times and say, what is it you want me to do for my people? And how is it you want me to lead? Because I knew that my purpose and my mission in life had to do with finances and really getting our community economically strong, but I just didn't know what direction. But after my direction has been given to me and I can actually see the things that I need to do, I really understand and know that my direction is pointed He is bringing different people into my path and my life that is really going to help our community much differently than what has been done in the past. And so we're going to talk about that today. But before I get into that, I cannot forget about my celebrity cryptopians whose birthdays are today. We have Mr. Carl Jones from Sacramento, California. We have Arame Richardson from Baltimore, Maryland. We have Frank Davis from Jackson, Tennessee. And we have Winston McAdoo from Port St. Lucie, Florida. And to each and every one of you, I want to say today, thank you so much for being born on this day. But more than that, have a happy, incredible birthday. And I hope today is filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness you deserve on this day. And you know what? I just have to always lead with my experiences. I want to share with you all, and I know you all do this with your family members and your friends, just really, really 
pay homage to people on their birthday. You know, the older we get, a lot of us say, you know, it's not a big deal. But last night, as we wrapped up the birthday for one of my little ones, the eight-year-old, we were at Chili's. And literally, I feel like yesterday, Chili's wouldn't have had any financial business at all had it not been for the birthdays. But there were like about 15 times they had to sing birthday, happy birthday while we were there. And I watched people light up at the table around me, all around me. The whole restaurant was full of people having birthdays. And... One thing that I do know in this time that we're dealing with financially, people are having hardships, whether they're sharing it or not. And I think the fact that we show homage to people and show them that they're appreciated and tell them that they're loved and that they're needed and they have a place in this space, I think it is so critically important. And I really believe that a lot of mental health that we deal with and are dealing with in this United States has all to do with monetary things as well. And, you know, money, as as funny as it sounds, can really make people go crazy one way or another, not having it, the lack of, not understanding how they're going to feed their children. There's just so many different things that are happening. And I really feel that if we can uplift the spirits of people and teach and educate our people on how much worth they are, how worthy they are, how much they deserve to have, how much they deserve to thrive. I think it's going to be critically important to our community moving forward. So again, those individuals that are around you, you don't have to go and spend a lot of money just to do something, just something to show people how much they're loved and appreciated. And I'm going to just say this and I'm going to cut it off because I'm not talking about going out and spending thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars at a dinner but what I am saying is you can go to Dollar Tree put a couple of balloons in front of somebody's house and tell them that they're important and happy birthday and make they make them feel special you never know what they're going through financial or what they're thinking about and those little things that we're doing can be lifting their spirit and so that's another reason why I say happy birthday to the Cryptopians celebrities that are around this United States because I'm excited to be a servant and I'm excited to tell you that you're worthy. You're worthy on every single day. You're worthy no matter what you're going through and don't feel like you're going through it by yourself because Naja Roberts is going through it too. But what I do know is that the end of every dark tunnel is beautiful light and there are more things to come and the Most High is bringing those things into my life so that I can share them with you all. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you why I am so excited today, this May 23rd, 2023. And then we're going to jump into some of the things that I was talking to you about yesterday, which are some of these companies that are popping their heads up, asking you to get involved with them investment wise and what I'm actually feeling about it. So when we come forward, This is Ahead of the Crypto Curve, and we are going to talk about crypto, and we're on our way forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. 
You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, over the last year and a half, you have been listening to me talk to you about some of the points that I really feel that our community needs to know. I'm going to reiterate them and just continue to share. You've got to add Bitcoin to your portfolio. You've got to add gold to your portfolio. I know gold is old money. Bitcoin is new money. You've got to add them to your portfolio. You've got to pay attention to where you're putting your money. Inspect what you expect. But I've also told you to start thinking critically about not necessarily being here in the United States in the next five to 10 years because things are changing. People are changing. Times are changing. Even though we're supposed to be at a point where we're comfortable here in the United States, I don't really feel as if we're going to be able to live here comfortably. So I've said vocally, get your passport. Look at options. You don't have to explore them. Look at them. Know what's out there. Understand what's happening. And I think that the NAACP president of this national organization just validated what I've been saying to each and every one of you for the last two and a half years. If you look at my tour in 2021, I was telling folks something different is happening underground that hasn't happened in history because of social media. It has made individuals that are working against us a little stronger, but a little bit more cohesive. They're not fragmented and some things are happening. But just because of the fact that the NAACP has warned black folks in America that their travel to Florida should be, if not not done at all, done very meticulously and carefully because the alarm has been sounded by Governor DeSantis. And I've said this seven times, I know that he stated that woke comes to Florida to die. Now, whatever that means to whatever group of people, when I heard it immediately, I knew it meant that that's not where we need to be. But I've also seen them in my alma mater state, unfortunately, Bethune-Cookman College State. I've seen them withdraw the ability for our children to learn about black history and several things. And they're not the only one. I just don't think that any of us should be living in Florida or Texas, or there's just a whole bunch of things going on, ladies and gentlemen. But I wanted to bring that to your attention that if the NAACP is finally speaking up and telling our people that we need to be very careful about where we travel, but not only that, where we spend our money. And we've been saying this forever, but outwardly, this is happening in 2023. It's time for us to look at some changes, some alternatives. And so what I'm going to do today with my quote is talk about change. But then let me just talk about some of the things that we need to be doing to get ourselves in a position to make better decisions and to have better options because we have economically put ourselves in a position where we can actually act on 
whatever it is we need to act on. And this quote comes from Sidney J. Harris, and it says, Our dilemma is that we hate change and love it at the same time. We want... Well, no, and I, let me say this again, because I, I got to read this properly. It says our dilemma is that we hate change and love it at the same time. What we really want is for things to remain the same, but get better. And ladies and gentlemen, it is not going to remain the same and get better. So that very change that we hate, we need to love it and figure this thing out as quick as possible. And why I'm so excited today is because I've been sharing with you all that the most high put on my heart that we're going to have to do something different and we're going to have to live someplace different in the very near future. And I not only wrote it in my book because the motherland has been calling my name. But really understanding what that means when we've been living in the country for hundreds and hundreds of years that hasn't wanted us here, but really taking the step to say, hey, you know what? They don't want me here. And I'm not mad at that. But what is it that I do and how is it that I move? And over the last week or two, the Most High has brought some individuals back into my life that left here moving to the continent of Africa. And they call themselves expats, if you don't know that, over in the continent of Africa. These expats are looking at what is going on around them and understanding that the time is here and the time is now for the diaspora to get themselves in place to have a long life, a prosperous life on the continent of Africa and people are coming in droves, both young and old, looking for opportunities. Well, my conversation this morning, my conference call this morning with the continent of Africa, there is a new organization called Diaspora Headquarters and they are calling for all black folks in America, black folks in the UK, black folks in China, black folks anywhere, to come back to the continent of Africa and start your businesses. It is much needed. They talked about economically how much better we could do as a people if we brought our businesses over there, we brought our innovation over there, and really just started, just opened up shop and made things happen. And what's happened is the Most High has brought people to set things up to be in our favor so when we touch the soil over there we have somebody that can file our businesses with the with the different governments and get our things in place get our funding in place allow us to be developers allow us to be innovators allow us to open up things like the bitcoin bank and so i'm happy to say today that my conversation was about us opening the bitcoin banks not only here in America, which is what we want to do, but also on the motherland, on the continent of Africa. And I'm super excited about that because the first time in history, I am really understanding how much 
it means to have cryptocurrency and Bitcoin over here in the United States and be able to utilize it on a continent that is actually adopting cryptocurrency more than any other continent in this world. This is key because it lets me know that we're in the right place at the right time, gathering the right asset to be able to do business in the right place when it's going to matter. And so I'm excited about that. And so the diaspora headquarters, they've asked me to take a position on one of their board of directors. And that's to make sure that anybody that's here in America that has a business and would like to do business on the continent of Africa to pull together to work collectively to do what they're calling, of course, a black Wall Street on the continent of Africa, because as we should very well know. There are many countries on the continent of Africa. Everybody is fragmented. Even if you're in a certain country, uh, individuals, expats are fragmented. They're all in their own boats, rowing in their own directions, and nobody is really working together. But what we see is the Chinese are there, the Persians are there, the, the uh, Indians are there, and they're all sticking together the same as they do everywhere else around the world. But us as expats, black Americans, African Americans, whatever you want to call yourselves, uh, ourselves, are moving back and forth from the continent to the Americas and not really moving as one unit. If we're able to do it, and I shouldn't say if, when we're able to do it, we're going to be a force to reckon with. But on the cryptocurrency side, the businesses are starting to take cryptocurrency over on the continent of Africa. And what they're saying is no more of our corrupt governments. We're going to work within this new system that allows us the self-sovereignty to do what we need to do. Now, why does that matter to us here in the Americas? And I know a couple people have been able to listen from other countries, and I'm excited about that. It is time for us to stack the digital currencies that matter and also the hard assets that matter because we want to be able to really uh, do the things that we need to do here in the United States when we need to, but we also need to be able to move abroad when we need to and make transactions happen as well. And ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you they are all for it in the digital space, they are all for it. When I tell you that they're all about it, as it relates to blockchain technology, and again, blockchain can exist without Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency, but the cryptocurrencies cannot exist without blockchain. That means blockchain and healthcare, blockchain and supply chain, all of those things are happening on the continent, and they're happening in a big way. Now, I'm excited, and would be very excited if those of you that have been thinking about alternatives to living arrangements to business uh, places that you want to do business how you want to move and and connect if you're interested in any of the above you need to continue doing as I do stacking your satoshis but you also need to get locked in with people from the diaspora that are going to the continent to do business because it is happening and it is happening right away the property right now is still very reasonable I will tell you that my husband and I own now property on the continent of Africa and we're super excited about developing it 
and building out our property and doing the things that we need to be doing to be self-sovereign. But in order to retire, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to have a stream of income. And really, my mindset was about creating places and things here in the state that I could take monies from to sustain me over on the continent. And now I'm thinking in a different way because I really didn't want to go over to the continent and still be running a business over there. I thought it would be much easier to run the business over here. But when I started thinking about how they're cutting these businesses off at the knees and they're making so many requirements and putting so many things in place that's making it difficult for us to transfer monies from one place to the next i'm starting to ask myself some different questions again playing chess and not checkers i am wanting to really make sure and ensure that we're good on both of these continents of north america as well as in Africa. And so with that, we've beginning we're beginning to plug into organizations there that have what, ladies and gentlemen, gold. Because there are some gold spots on the continent of Africa. In fact, some of the best gold. And that was dropped in our lap this this week moving forward. And I am just so excited about cryptocurrency and I'm not going to get over there and do a cryptocurrency backed um, by gold. I want us to have again the decentralized currency that matters and that's Bitcoin. The hard assets that matter and we could do it both here and there. We can have gold here. We can have gold there. We can have property here. We can have property there. There's just so many things and so many opportunities that are upon us and Ladies and gentlemen, new money is being introduced over there in the continent of Africa as well. They've got e-Naira. That means that is the electronic version of Naira, and that is out of Nigeria. And so there's so many things that we need to understand. But a lot of us are approaching this stage in our life where we're looking for something different. So many companies couples that I have come across in the last couple of months are saying, you know, me and my husband have been talking about moving to Africa. We are in the right place at the right time with like-minded people and we can take things over. And I'm sorry, we've got to take advantage of what is happening in a good way because the Chinese are doing it. Everybody else is doing it. And I just always felt like Africans have allowed people to go over there and take over and they're doing it right now in 2023 and we need to have our piece of the pie. Even if you don't want to move there right away, we need to make sure again that we have options in place. Maybe you're renting an Airbnb, accepting Bitcoin, accepting different cryptocurrencies that can stack up and mean more for you later. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we're going to continue this conversation, but we're going to talk about this new company that has popped its head up and we're going to talk about an old company that is still in existence that a lot of people are working on uh, having patience with right now as they're not able to make withdrawals and things of that sort in the cryptocurrency space but ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we're going to continue the conversation after news sports and traffic this is KBLA Talk 1580 
quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. We want to pay a licensed tax attorney to see if you're eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. Go to GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. This is the KBLA Sports Minute with Ray Richardson. After 20 years in the NBA, LeBron James looked like a player who wants no part of a 21st season. There are several reasons LeBron said he has a lot to think about. None of those reasons have to do with money. LeBron has a net worth of $1 billion. He can walk away from the $97 million he's due from the Lakers over the next two years and still have his generational wealth. What LeBron will be thinking about is does he have the motivation to mentally and physically prepare for another long season? Also, will the Lakers improve the roster to remain a contender for a championship? LeBron did not like the fact that he scored 40 last night and still lost. Yes, LeBron was frustrated, but prepare yourself for the reality that we may have seen LeBron's last game. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. More news, opinions, and conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America. The story of Emmett Till and his mother is a story of a family's promise and loss in a nation's reckoning with hate, violence, and abuse of power. It's a story that was seared into our memory and our conscience, the nation's conscience, when Mrs. Till insisted that an open casket for her murdered and maimed 14-year-old son. She said, let the people see what I've seen. The reason the world saw what she saw was because of another hero in this story, the black press. Jet Magazine, the Chicago Defender, and other black radio and newspapers were unflinching and brave in making sure America saw what she saw. Ida B. Wells once said, and I quote, the way to right wrongs is to turn the light of truth upon the wrongs. Turning the light of truth upon the wrongs. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580, and we don't black down. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Talk radio. That's music to your ears. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm Reverend Gerald, the life coach. Is someone you love struggling with addiction and mental illness? Is improving your family's health important? Want to leave a legacy that your family can grow? Are you ready to enhance your perception of life experiences? Then wake up weekends at 7 a.m. with Urban Family Focus and get the wisdom, opportunity, resources, and motivation to live your best life. Join the conversation on Urban Family Focus Saturday and Sunday at 7 a.m. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got your black. black. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to quickly do our market update. And that market update today 
Bitcoin is at $27,190. Now I see green all the way down the page, including Bitcoin. It makes me a little bit sad because I'm getting less Bitcoin today than I did yesterday by doing my daily dollar cost average. And actually yesterday I was on the road with the kiddos and didn't do my daily dollar cost average till later. And the price had kind of gone up a little bit. And I kind of kicked myself because I need to do it every day at the same time right when I get off the radio. However, I didn't do that yesterday. And so you pay the price a little bit when you're not consistent. And so I hope that my dollar cost averaging can really continue to teach you and show you what you need to be doing. But nevertheless... Uh, Bitcoin right now is trading at $27,190 in the last hour. It's up 0.13%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 1.23%. In the last seven days, it's up 0.85%. Ethereum is doing the exact same thing. It's at $1,851. It is up 0.28% in the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it's up 1.96%. And in the last seven days, it's up 1.82%. And as we were listening to news, sports, and traffic, I got a little bit of a text. And I said a little bit of a text. But I got a text from my daughter uh, who's over in Turks and Caicos. She decided with her friends, you know, that's what they do in this new group of people that are supposed to be working because they work remotely. They can be anywhere in the world doing anything that they want to do. But she's over in Turks and Caicos and she sent me um a WhatsApp message letting me know that Bitcoin over there is more expensive than it is here in the United States. And remember, I shared with you that Bitcoin price changes depending on where you are. So if Bitcoin is more significant in other places, it's going to cost more, which means we could take our Bitcoin from over here and live in Turks and Caicos and do a lot better financially than we could if we just had Bitcoin here in the United States. So she was saying that it's trading right around $40. Four, I mean, 40000 So it's about $13,000 higher. So I want to bring that up to you today. So as you think about the chess moves that you're going to make in the future, please understand that Bitcoin, the Satoshis that we're buying right now in America may be the price here because America doesn't value it. But in places like Turks and Caicos and Nigeria and Venezuela and El Salvador and Costa Rica and Guyana and, and Ghana, all these different places, ladies and gentlemen, there is going to be some value. I'm not telling you are providing any financial advice at all. I'm just stating the facts. And I just got that fact just a few minutes ago via text message. And so... I'm just making sure that everyone is aware that the game plan, that the chess plan, the chess game is to have the assets that are going to matter the most moving forward. So let's have a quick conversation about some sore thumbs. There's a couple of sore thumbs specifically in our community. I had a young lady, I think it was about Thursday, call me in tears full-on tears she had invested her bitcoin 
in a platform and have been paid out and have been doing well. So well in this platform that is trading for her that she retired. She retired, not necessarily orally, but she retired on time. And because she had this substantial amount of income coming in from this said company. And I'm not going to throw any companies under the bus. So I'm not going to say the company in its totality. But those of you that have this company will understand what I'm saying. And for a year or two, this company has been paying this young lady out along with several other of us that, and I say us because I'm involved as well, in this platform. And people just thought that this was the golden goose. Well, this golden goose has been experiencing what companies experience being here in the United States where no real regulation has been put in place, no real directives or anything like that, but how they badger fintech companies. And especially when our community is making money, I know they were going to be first to come running to this company first to make sure that those of us that are getting a little bit of milk out of this cow are not going to benefit for long. So just recently, they've been very careful as to who can get involved in the organization based on a cease uh, based on a cease and desist that was never actually served to them but placed online by I'm not even going to say they're real governmental agencies but they've been very meticulous because they wanted to protect us well as of late individuals are not able to take a lot of their money off the platform that they have earned but they're also not allowed to sign people up anymore that are in the united states so there's a rush for those individuals that have been making that massive of money every month and somebody may say what is massive amount of money and let me correct myself not monthly ladies and gentlemen weekly so we've got folks that have been making five thousand a month a week 10,000 a week and I say we it's not my company. I am a, a a client of this company, but I also have maybe a hundred or so clients that are clients of this company. Nothing that I actually benefit from or anything like that, so I'm not coming from that point. But there has been 50,000 a week made, 100,000 a week made. I even know a couple of people that are in their 200,000s a week that they've been making from this company. And all of a sudden, they're pulling from the United States. You're no longer able to sign up if you're here in the United States. And there's been a rush for people to find an address outside of the United States, as well as look to do some of what I just got finished talking about. And I'm not pushing that at all but i am telling you that in order to participate in some of these platforms ladies and gentlemen what is happening with this company right now is going to happen with the next company and then you've got a lot of people that are jumping out of this company and moving themselves 
to the new company in hopes that this company will do the exact same thing. But before I moved from the first company, I've, I've been asked several times. Again, somebody was crying and asking me if I think it's the right thing to do to stay. Well, first of all, you don't have any choice. If you can't move your Bitcoin, you can't move your cryptocurrency off the platform, what choice do you have? You don't have any. So you've got to continue to do what you've been doing in order to see how the company is going to fare out. But what do I think about the owners of the company that is not in a position right now to allow people to pull their cryptocurrency out? I think that a, uh, a similar what we call bank run is happening. And I explain what a bank run is. People get word that there may be some turmoil behind the scenes and everybody rushes to the bank to get their money out. The bank cannot pay their obliga obligations and the, the bank just folds. When the cryptocurrency space, when someone has your money and they're trading for you, it's exactly the same thing. And I think the first time that a cease and desist was had or seen by people, they started making a run on the company. And the company got put in a position where it was hard for them to sustain. But because of the character of the owners, they're trying to make sure that our folks get what's due to them. And they're being smart rather than hasty. And so they're keeping the doors open, in my opinion. And again, this is just my opinion. And I think everybody's going to be okay if they just calm down. But people jumping into another company right now, in my opinion, is vulnerability as a opposed to thinking strategically. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, I may or may not get deep into this new company because I found some things that I don't particularly like, but for our community, we need to be careful. People get us at vulnerable stages, especially in this cryptocurrency space. So please, ladies and gentlemen, tread lightly when someone is taking your money or your cryptocurrency and investing it elsewhere because they are not going to be as nice as the owners of, of this company that you've been investing with. It's a different ball game when you get involved with people that could give a hot flying you know what about our community. So when we move forward I'm not going to preach to y'all today but when we come forward we're going to talk about things that are happening in the cryptocurrency space that are telling us we are in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. Lest I go into preaching mode again, ladies and gentlemen, it is very easy for people to get involved in Ponzi schemes. And I'm not saying that any company that you're dealing with right now is a Ponzi scheme, but you really need to understand how Ponzi schemes work. If you cannot check the validity of their trading abilities and the and find out a little bit about the character of the people that you're dealing with. And I'm not saying that Anybody with a failed company, you shouldn't be doing business with because the bottom line is I've been an entrepreneur for almost 29 years and I have a couple of failed companies just because of lack of funding when I needed it to keep it sustained. But I failed and a lot of people say you should fail forward. So I'm not saying that. 
But I am saying, ladies and gentlemen, that you need to look at the content of people's character and you need to look at the projects and really understand where the money is coming from. A Ponzi scheme is when someone takes the deposits of others at the bottom and pay off the top. And they consistently do that because they know that word of mouth travels and they're going to have new blood in their system. They take that money and they continuously pay out to make more people tell about the business opportunity. And that is it point blank period. And that is what a Ponzi scheme is. There's no real product. There's no real trading. And even if there was trading at the beginning, or people had good intentions, sometimes things happen. And so you've got to really pay attention to these things. And so there are, on the other hand, these companies that are using artificial intelligence, which is AI. Remember, we talked about some of the things that AI is going to change or transform. Trading is one of them. And there are some people that are using AI and they're doing quite well. And there's still some people that are trading using the traditional methods that are doing well. But when you talk about cryptocurrency in its totality, you need to know that because it trades 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it almost takes a robot in order for somebody to be able to effectively trade for you. And again, I'm not saying it's impossible, but a lot of times it's improbable that these companies that come after you are really uh, trading like they say. And I do know that when they see a group of people that are vulnerable, they work faster and harder to put something in place because there's no real infrastructure that needs to happen in order to get people to start investing money. And then as money starts to get invested, then they start to build out their programs. And then they start to get more more and more marketing and things like that in place. And as I watch this new company unfolding quickly, I'm really kind of worried about the infrastructure of what's happening and who they've gotten to push this product because of the fact that the prominent individuals that they're finding already have massive teams that they can lead to slaughter. And so as we look at the type of cryptocurrencies that they're accepting, Some of those are red flags to me. And again, people can make money in this space. They can do a get rich quick, but it's only going to be a few people. And then the rest of the people that come late to the party get hurt. So I just want to caution you. Um, I'm going to talk with legal before I start naming names and things of that sort. Uh, Because I don't want to get myself in a position where they're saying that I'm defaming their company or anything like that because we've got a lot of that going on. But I just want people to be careful. Do your due diligence. Do your research. Do not take someone's word for things because they were good in another company and another company has been prosperous. You don't actually have to follow that direction. And I'm just going to put it out there like that. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen... All that glitters is not gold. So I just ask you to be cautious. Don't put your name to anything that could later come to bite you or haunt you. Because all of your wealth could soon part with you based on the fact that you 
move somebody in that direction. And so I just want you to be careful. If you've got to download a VPN, a virtual private network for the purpose of doing business, something is wrong. If you've got to do a VPN for your personal security, that's all good because you want to utilize a VPN so people don't know who you are, where you come from. But when a company requires you to do it, that means they've got you doing something that they possibly don't want traced at a later date. So when I get a text message from somebody that tells me, join this new company and follow these steps. And the first thing is to download a VPN to open up a wallet and do this and do that. I think that there's a little bit of a problem with that. And again, I may be 100% wrong. But what I am 100% right about is if I had just bought Satoshi's a Bitcoin. Starting around what well, I did in 2013, 2014, and I lost it because I didn't know any better, leaving it on an exchange. But had I just done that in 15, 16, 17, without jumping into all of these get-rich-quick schemes, I would be a multi-millionaire today. So I have vowed never to do that again. Coinaholic is what I used to be. And programaholic is what I used to be because this ain't my first rodeo. And yes, there are a couple of programs that will do you well, but there are a lot that won't. So ladies and gentlemen, whoo, when we come forward, let's talk about Robert F. Kennedy and his accepting Bitcoin. When we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We're not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk Welcome forward. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. So let's finish this conversation. I tell you, sometimes when we're going through some things, uh, it just seems as though the powers that be decide that we're just not going to broadcast. But ladies and gentlemen, Robert F. Kennedy, who is running for president, has decided to accept Bitcoin as donations for his campaign. Now, he announced this at the Bitcoin conference, Bitcoin 2023, that just happened in Miami, and people are absolutely ecstatic. And I'm not talking about people like Sam Bankman-Fried, but I'm talking about individuals that really want to see some change here in America. And so I'm not saying that he's right, the right candidate, but we have always said Bitcoin is a single issue voter situation. So a lot of people that want to be involved in Bitcoin typically invest in um, campaigns that will allow them 
to be able to exercise their right to hold Bitcoin. And because Ronald, I say Ronald, Robert F. Kennedy is allowing Bitcoin donations, everybody is feeling as though he is really going to be progressive as it relates to the Bitcoin space. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll continue this conversation because I had a little bit of a late start at the end of this last segment. But when we come forward tomorrow, we will continue this conversation. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we're creating Satoshi Millionaires, one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Roberts on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.